is another ESPN Sports presentation. ESPN Tri-Cities presents American Legion Baseball. Atherton looks back to runner at first, delivers to the plate, and a call of three. with the late steal there, and it looks like he's going to be out at second. Tagged him on the foot. Today, Carney Runza opens their season with our tribal Grand Island Home Federal. High School Baseball on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Casper swung on right back up the middle. That'll tie the ball game. That'll win the ball game for Carney. For the first time since the Boys State Basketball Tournament, Live Area Sports is back. It's Carney and Grand Island coming up next. But first, it's time for the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll join ESPN Radio Sports Director Doug Duda from Memorial Field in Kearney right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And good afternoon, everyone, from historic Memorial Field in Kearney. For the first time since Saturday, March the 14th, we have live high school sports, and it is Grand Island and Kearney. In fact, the last high school sporting event involved Grand Island. The Central Catholic boys and Bancroft Rosalie Lions Decatur played the final game at the Boys State High School basketball tournament, and it's been over three months because of the coronavirus that we have not seen live sports. But athletes already getting things done across the state today. Post 52 playing in Lincoln. They dropped their opener. We'll have the Papio score for you. They had a little rain in their area, but mostly doubleheaders between now and July 31st. The baseball and softball teams were allowed to begin practicing on the first of the month, and now 17 days later, they're ready to go. Grand Island Home Federal and Hastings here on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation and Platte River Preps. Dot com. We'll take a look at the starting lineups and hear from Coach Brad Archer. We're glad to have you with us here on ESPN Radio. Back in a minute. 2020 is the year to see clearly, so let us focus on you at Optical Gallery. Dr. Mandy Johnson and her staff proudly provide personal, professional eye care for the entire family. From comprehensive eye exams to glasses and contacts, Optical Gallery is your trusted source for quality eye care. Come check out our large selection of name brand frames, including Nike, Kate Spade, Jimmy Choo, Oakley, and Maui Jim. Schedule an eye exam today with Dr. Mandy Johnson and be on your way to 2020 in 2020. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney, where vision matters. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTech Restoration is here to get it right. SeaTech Restoration provides some of the most innovative and specialized personal property care in the industry, substantially reducing replacement costs. Each member of the SeaTech team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTech is also your home for custom flooring, hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpet. SeaTech Restoration Incarnate proudly supports all area athletes. 
And welcome back to Memorial Field. Glad to be here. Missed out on the high school season, so uh, still good to see some high school baseball. In fact, uh, the Tri-Cities, Kearney, Grand Island, Hastings all should have had a really good uh, high school season. Now we'll see how it plays out here for the Legion season. Our starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. For Grand Island Home Federal, the visiting team, they'll start with shortstop Rand Sanders. Batting second and playing second base, Jay Gustafson. In center field, batting third, Carson Cahoy. The cleanup hitter at first base is Sam Hartman. Designated hitter for Grand Island Home Federal is Mike Berman. He'll bat fifth. Batting sixth in right field is Ace McKinnick. In left field is, excuse me, batting seventh at third base is Jaden Jurgensmeyer. And behind the dish is Zach Kissick. He'll wear number 18 and bat eighth. And batting ninth in left field will be Matt Jurgensmeyer. The pitcher today for Grand Island Home Federal is going to be Trevor Johnson. Johnson uh, last year in his American Legion time had an ERA of 3.03 in 50 and two-thirds innings. The head coach for the Grand Island Home Federal seniors is Kirby Wells, assisted by Thompson Cook. The manager is Connor Christensen. Now for Carney Runza, leading off and playing left field, Lane Shires, batting second at second base, Brant Grosskreitz. The shortstop, batting third with a commitment to Wichita State, is Seth Stroh. The cleanup hitter is also on the mound. No DH today for Carney Runza in game one, Mason Casper. Batting fifth at first base, Jackson Worley. Doing the catching and batting sixth, Nick Carlson. At third base and batting seventh, Will Richter. In right field, batting eighth, Connor Clevenger. And batting ninth in center field is Kale Conrad. As we said, pitching is Mason Casper. He's done a little bit of everything. He can play third, he can do the catching, and he can be on the mound in 42 innings at the Legion level last year, a 2.46 ERA. The head coach is Brad Archer, assisted by Chris Pocock, Matt Connett, and Josh Redmond. The opening night of the year for American Legion baseball. There'll be no postseason, but these guys are going, for the most part, average about 40 baseball games with a ton of doubleheaders throughout the rest of the season. Carney five points in jerseys on the road tonight to open up their season at St. Paul. Grand Island, Tom Dinsdale, and Save are playing at Danabrog Carol Bolas. Our starting line is brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Carney. When we return, we'll catch up with manager Brad Archer as we get ready for the season opener here on ESPN Radio. Play ball! Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney Legion baseball team. I'd like to wish all the athletes good luck. Right. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking. Offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. 
As we said, Carney Post 52 playing this weekend in Lincoln. A little rain, though, in the area has called off game number two. They were 1-1 in the second inning with Papillion La Vista, but the rain wiped it out. It was delayed. They got the chance to play. It looked like it was going to move through the area, so... Just not a lot of luck going on right now. Post 52 did drop the opener to Lincoln Southwest by a score of 5 to nothing. We had a chance to catch up with uh, Brad Archer on the Doug and Daddy show earlier this week. Let's hear a little bit about what the coach had to say getting ready for the season and what this year's team will be like. Brad Archer, Carney Runza joining us here on the Doug and Daddy show on ESPN Radio. So uh, how about uh, the challenges of having that many games, which is probably not as many as you normally had, but pretty close uh, by the time you would have added a postseason. What are the challenges of the doubleheaders and playing this many games in uh, this short a time? Well, I'd say probably the biggest challenge is, is that uh, we are playing doubleheaders versus uh, what we usually had done before in the past with player league games on Tuesday, Wednesday, and then play a single Friday, double Saturday, and a single Sunday. But uh, now we're playing doubleheaders on, let's say, a Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and and what happens there is it eats up your pitching in a hurry and then you have to take into account the uh, pitch rule and number of days and those type of things. So uh, we talked to our kids this morning about how things are probably going to look here, at least the first four games. And I, and I told them we're probably looking at a minimum of eight pitchers in the first four games, at least. So uh, we've got some kids that are at different pitch counts. Uh, obviously we had some kids that continue to throw over the six or eight weeks that we had off. And some kids uh, maybe didn't throw quite as, quite as much as others did so uh, we've got some kids that we think can probably go 70 80 pitches and some other ones that will probably keep them around uh, you know 45 to 50. Are are the kids really excited about playing right now do you think going out and competing as you get that uh, energy level because no one's got to play any sports at all or compete? No, I think they are. I think, uh, you know, I mentioned how many times we've practiced here, and I think everybody's ready for a game, to be quite honest with the kids and coaches alike. But, uh, no, I think they're looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, once you start checking out uniforms and hats and all those type of things, you know, they they get a sense that, hey, we are going to get to play, and and, uh, it's going to be starting here uh, soon. And and, uh, you see some Kearney Park and Rec people up there, and they're working on the scoreboard and those type of things. So, So they know it's coming. And I think our kids are excited about uh, getting a chance to play here. We're chatting with the Carney Runza coach, Brad Archer. Will coach uh, tell us a little bit about the team uh, that's going to be taking the field on Thursday night? Well, like Jimmy said, we were looking forward to the spring, and uh, we thought we would be very competitive again this spring and then also this summer. I I wish we had postseason opportunities this summer, but unfortunately we don't. But uh, like I've said numerous times, we've got great kids in Kearney, and they're going to go out and and play um, as if we did. Uh, We've practiced exactly the same uh, that we have in the past years, and and I wouldn't expect anything different from our kids to uh, go out and and, uh, compete here. as we mentioned, we have a lot of doubleheaders, so we're going to be playing the Grand Islands, the Hastings, the North Platts, you know, four four times during the summer. So we're going to see those guys plenty of times. But uh, we have a kind of a senior crew. I think we've got uh, eight seniors and, and two Legion babies. And then we have four juniors and two sophomores that make up uh, the 16 kids that we have on runs. And we have, we've been working with uh, 12 kids as far as the pitching staff is concerned. So feel pretty comfortable about uh, five or six kids that will more than likely be starting pitchers. And then we have another five or six that we feel comfortable with as far as coming in relief. And, and like we said, with the number of doubleheaders and whatnot, I think uh, a lot of kids are going to get an opportunity to pitch throughout the summer. 
when you have a Division One kid and, or, or college kids that are playing baseball, uh, those are the guys that uh, always get their names mentioned. Is it too early to say that Seth gets the ball in game one or what that lineup will look like? Well, uh, we're going to. We're going to start Mason Casper game one, uh, probably from the standpoint that uh, since we are playing doubleheaders, that uh, Seth can play a shortstop game one, and and, uh, and then Seth will be on the mound game two, but uh, he can play shortstop without having pitched yet uh, versus throwing the first game and then having to play short the second game. So Mason will start the first game, and I'm sure we'll use a reliever or two in that game uh, Seth will start the uh, second game, and, and he, he's a kid that uh, I think the last time out he reached 75 pitchers or so, so he's capable of throwing around 80 that first game. But uh, he's looked good on the mound. We have Brant Grosskreitz that's back from last year that uh, I'm sure he'll figure into a starting pitcher. He's had a little bit of arm trouble here, but uh, the last couple times out he's felt better. And we've got uh, kids like Jackson Worley who will be a starting pitcher as well. And, and uh uh, Chandler Welker came back. He's a Legion baby along with Mason Casper and Chandler was, you know, has kind of been one of our closers the last uh, couple of years as far as high school. And then before he got hurt uh, last summer. So we're expecting uh, him to be able to come in late in games for an inning or two and help us out uh, from that standpoint. And then uh, Anderson, uh, Braden Anderson and Tanner Johnson are two sophomores that we brought up that both pitch as well and, and play some positions uh, defensively. Braden's playing a little bit of infield, a little bit of outfield. And, and we expect him to uh, be a difference maker on the mound. Uh, Tanner's been an infielder for us, both playing second base and first base and, and uh, thrown a, uh, quite a few bullpens here uh, since we've been going here the last uh, two weeks. So, And then we've got Cal Higgins and Ethan Morachek, who are two left-handed pitchers for us. They're both uh, juniors, and, and um, hopefully uh, they'll get uh, a number of innings this summer that uh, uh, will pay off for them you know, next spring and next summer as well. And your catcher situation, Coach, who who, who will be catching center field or outfield, some of the other positions there? Well, we've got Lane Shires, who was our starting catcher last summer, and I think uh, Lane's going to Northwest Missouri State, and uh, so he'll be one of our catchers. And, again, playing doubleheaders, uh, Nick Carlson, who's another catcher for us, those guys are going to handle the catching duties, and then we'll probably just split them and uh, go that way. One will catch the first game. The other one will catch the second game. Uh, Lane also plays the outfield, so uh, we'll stick him in the outfield because more than likely Lane will be our uh, leadoff hitter. And so he'll have an opportunity to uh, play quite a few games, catch one, and and, uh, either DH or play in the outfield uh, the other one. Um, Will Richter's back for us. Will and Mason Casper are both uh, third basemen. Uh, Will... uh, We'll also have the opportunity to play in the outfield. Uh, Will can play a number of positions for us, so he'll kind of rotate between uh, third base. Probably play third base when Mason's pitching and then play some outfield when uh, Mason's playing third base. And then Will, we started using Will a little bit uh, towards the end of last summer on the mound, and, and Will does a good job for us on the mound. He's one of those kids that we just try to get him his pitch count up to about 45 pitchers or so and then use him for two or three innings in a game. But uh, has a nice little fastball, but an excellent curveball. So Coach uh, Pocock's done a done a really good job with uh, our pitching staff and keeping track of um, you know where everybody's arms at. And so we'll we'll take the first uh, week or two and kind of get through that. Like I said, we've got 12 pitchers ready to go, so there's no reason that uh, we'll have to overthrow someone. Brad Archer, the head coach of the Carney Runza. 
They are meeting with the umpires, Jim Lang and Dan Schmidt, taking care of this opening night here between Kearney and Grand Island. And you've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer. Mason Casper will throw the first pitch of the season when we return. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home, and I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Don't forget you can listen to the games as well, not just here on ESPN 1460, but on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming is brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Doug Duda, along with our producer engineer, back at the studio, Stacy Johns. We're ready to go as Rand Sanders steps in. Mason Casper with the first pitch of the year. It's taken high and away for ball one and live sports action for the first time in over three months is underway here in the Tri-Cities. Glad to have you along with us on ESPN Radio. As Casper works quickly, he will hit the outside corner for called strike one. One and one. Rand Sanders, Jay Gustafson, Carson Cahoy, the first three men here in the batting order for our friends from Grand Island, home federal. And the 1-1 pitch. Swung on and missed a little high fastball. One and two. Of course, a lot of these players were on their senior team last year. A few more moving up from the junior roster for uh, Carney Runza from post 52. 1 2 off speed is chopped towards second. Two hopper, easy pickup and throw over to first. And Brant Grosskreitz will retire Rand Sanders to start the season here with a little 4 3. And Jay Gustafson. The second baseman will stand in there. He also wears number two. Some of the leading hitters from last year, Carson Cahoy hitting 344. You had a couple of other kids that didn't have maybe quite as many plate appearances that were up there as well. So they'll be looking to get their offense going here for home federal. Casper's first pitch is taken right down the middle for strike one on a fastball, 0-1 to Gustafson. Wind is howling in here at Memorial Field, so... If you're expecting some deep shots here on opening night, you may not get your wish as we've been going through this wind for a long time, for about four days, and it took a day or two off, and we've been going pretty steady for almost a week here as Casper bounces it for ball number one. One and one the count here to Jay Gustafson. 73 degrees currently, north winds at 19 miles an hour in Kearney. 1-1 one, one pitch is a high fastball chased after, and it's 1-2. and two. So that's the same thing that he did to Rand Sanders. He had a 1-2 high fastball. Both he and Gustafson took a hack at it, came up empty. Just underway here on KXPN Kearney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Setting up outside is going to be the catcher, Nick Carlson, and the pitch is outside for ball two, two and two. Cahoy on deck if anybody reaches Sam Hartman here in the top of the first of our doubleheader at Memorial Field. Again, just the immediate family today as the pitch is taken strike three and Gustafson knew it. He was headed to the dugout before Jimmy Langan rang him up. So, strikeout. And it'll be two up, two down. 
as Cahoy will now stand in there. Again, starting Monday, the restrictions eased by the governor and 75% of the capacity, so almost everybody will be able to come watch the youngsters play. Uh, that is changing depending on where you're at, obviously. It's just phase two over in Grand Island, so Ryder Park has different restrictions. We talked with Coach Wells uh, earlier this week as well on the Doug and Daddy Show. First pitch is strike one, 0 and one here to Cahoy. Opens that stance, takes a rip, and fouls the ball out of play. And that is our first foul ball of the season brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. There's no place like home. See Steve Corum and Teresa DeLate. And another thing, not as many folks chasing foul balls when you don't have all the kids here, but there'll be a few. And the count now 0-2 to Cahoy. Cahoy chops it towards Stroh. A little roller right to him, picks it up, fires to first. And it's three up, three down for Mason Casper to start the 2020 American Legion baseball season. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on. Nothing, nothing as Carney comes to bat when we return on ESPN. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and product. From storm repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that has built itself on trust. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. And a proud supporter of Legion Baseball. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Lanny Carlson Motors, going the extra mile for you. All our vehicles are serviced and inspected, and we now offer ASC certified warranties on qualifying vehicles. Hi, I'm Karen Carlson. Stop and see my husband Lanny and his team put their passion of cars to work for you. We are family owned and operated. Don't see what you are looking for? Lanny will find it for you. Fast, easy financing available. Our philosophy? Work hard and treat people right with honesty and integrity. Stop in or shop online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. Proudly supporting Legion Baseball. We go to the bottom of the first, and Lane Shires will lead it off here for Carney. Runs in the first pitch, fired in there by Trevor Johnson. Is going to be outside fastball, ball one. Lane Shires, Brant Grosskreitz, Seth Stroh, then Mason Casper, the top four here for Coach Brad Archer on this opening afternoon. Ball out and away, one and one to Shires. I guess that first pitch was called a strike there by Mr. Langan, so one and one is the count. Just underway here. It was three up, three down for Grand Island. Good fastball goes right by Shires, who took a wave at it. It's one and two, so both pitchers on here early on in inning number one. Doug Duda with you on KXPN, Carney, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. The wind in the pitch is going to be a little high pop-up towards the right field side, and it's going to drift, drift, and out of play. Just staying alive there was Lane Shires. And again, uh, Carney with uh, some very good offense off last year's team. You take a look at what they were able to do offensively. Mason Casper led the team with Seth Stroh. Stroh 431, Casper 395. Shires hit 246 in the Legion season, but he's got some speed if they can get him on. Here's a big curveball that doesn't, and it's 2-2. Two and two. So two balls, two strikes to Carney's leadoff batter, Lane Shires. 
as live sports back here in the Tri-Cities. The 2-2 fastball fouled straight back, stays in play, and the count remains 2-2. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. There's no place like home. See Amy Johnson, Rhonda Johnson, Robert Fitzgerald, part of the crew at Home Real Estate of Kearney. 2-2 pitch, Trevor Johnson getting ready to fire it in again. This one is going to be just off the plate outside ball three. So a full count here to Lane Shires in the opening plate appearance of the season. Playing that outfield fairly well in, as we said, the wind howling in at about 20 miles an hour. And they're all playing in. 3-2 pitch is high, ball four, and Shires will be the first base runner of the season for either squad. So he works a 1-2 count into a leadoff walk, and that'll bring up Brant Grosskreitz. And he'll check down with manager Brad Archer. Do not put it past to Coach Archer to call for the bunt right away to start the season here. Grosskreitz can definitely get the job done. And third baseman Jaden Jurgensmeyer comes in to the turf slash grass at third. And the first pitch doesn't square. It's a fastball up and in, ball one. So two things to look at here. Try to settle down Trevor Johnson and maybe make him throw a pitch or throw a strike before you take a shot at that bunt, especially when you have an upperclassman like Grosskreitz that can handle the bat. Shires gets the lead away from first. The 1-0 pitch. He'll take it for strike one, so one and one. Jaden Jurgensmeyer at third. Jay Gustafson at second. Sam Hartman at first. Rand Sander is the shortstop. Zach Kissick, Trey's younger brother, behind the dish. Of course, Trey down to the Huskers as well. 1-1, throw over to first. Good glove on it there by Hartman. But back in plenty of time is Shires. Just trying to see if that bunt was going to be on there once he got that strike pitch, but there was no square up from Grosskreitz. And he's got his hands way down on the barrel or the uh, handle of the bat. He'll take a swing and foul it away. The runner was going, but... It is going to have to put him back over at first as it's strike two to Grosskreitz. So again, Trevor Johnson gets ahead of the count here. One ball and two strikes, but he lost Shires. Now what will he do with Brant Grosskreitz? Seth Stroh is on deck, and then it'll be Mason Casper. Casper had a three-up, three-down inning in the top of the first to move Grand Island along quickly. Good lead at first. One-two pitch on the way. Curve ball, waits on it, and pops it out of play. Another foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate at Kearney. Mark Shipperite, Ryan Bruna, part of the great crew there at Home Real Estate. Everything, though, has been kind of behind the fastball. All the balls that have been fouled out of play have been down the right field line. We've had a couple back to the net here between the two teams. Throw over to first, it gets away, and that will allow... Lane Shires to get down to second, and he's going to go for more. It's caught in the bullpen, and with this big, big field here at Memorial, you make an errant throw on a pickoff play, it usually costs you two bases, and that's exactly what happens. So a throwing error on the pitcher will allow Shires to move all the way to third base, and that will allow Brant Grosskreitz now to stand in there with an RBI opportunity to count still one ball and two strikes. So back to the full windup here for Johnson, trying to settle down, and he fires at high ball two. So Casper was in control, and again, a one-two count both times here to the first two leadoff batters for Carney. Now Johnson's got to settle down and find a way to get it out here with a runner at third. Fastball popped out of play again. Brought to you by Home Real Estate of Carney. See Gary Rubachek, Susan Bice. And they are, you know, for the kids around, 
I think you don't have to be a family member to go chase foul balls. All you got to do is bring them to the ticket booth. You'd be outside the baseball park the entire time. The 2-2 pitch again, and just a defensive swing there. <laughs> it looked like it was maybe going to hit Grosskreitz, and then it was kind of just a weak curveball, and he flicked at it and fouled it off the carney. runs a dugout. Again, there is a nice crowd, but it is family only, as they don't open it up until next week. 2-2 pitch. Swung on and missed outside just a little bit. Strike three. And Grosskreitz, good at bat, but went down swinging for out number one. Seth Stroh, the leading batter last year, had kind of a slow start to the high school season, but once he got it going in the last month, he never slowed down. Took it right through the rest of the Legion season, hitting 431. Stands in there as a left-hander. We're scoreless in the bottom of the first, but Lane Shires is over at third. He walked and then advanced to third on a pickoff play that went into the dugout. Or I guess not the dugout, but uh, down where the uh, pitching mounds are at, into the bullpen. As he'll take strike one here. Casper on deck. Stroh just hoping to put the ball in play and get the run in. And he'll swing and miss 0-2. No balls, two strikes. Sometimes all the work you do, hitting off the tee, taking slow toss, soft toss, working off your own pitchers. Still got to get an eye on the opposition. And that's what we're seeing here. Yet to have a base hit in the ball game. The 0-2 pitch to Stroh. He'll swing one and foul it off his left foot. Chopped one there, and he'll walk this one off. It's still 0-2. Again, you look at any of these kids that are graduating, and we do want to remind folks that tomorrow in Kearney, they're doing the big drive-through from the Vero Events Center up to the mall and back for Kearney High and Kearney Catholics uh, seniors. So two things you need to know about. A, you want to get out and salute them if you can, and B, stay off Central Out or stay off the highway, <laughs> stay off 2nd Avenue during that time tomorrow. 0-2 pitch again, Trevor Johnson trying to work himself out of this jam. And that one was fouled off of Seth Stroh. He ducked, but it hit his bat. Would have clunked him right in a melon if he had not ducked. But he left his bat up, and it goes as a foul ball. So this count remains no balls, two strikes. Again, a 1-2-3 top of the first for Grand Island. Shires walked after being down to the count 1-2. Now stands at third. Stroh. Swings and misses, strike three. So after Shires gets to third, back-to-back strikeouts here for Trevor Johnson, and that'll leave it up to Mason Casper, the first chance to help himself. Unfortunately for Mason, a hit-by-pitch will not score the runner. He will have to find a way to put this ball in play. Jackson Worley is on deck, bottom of the first, no score. Runner at third, two out here for Cardi Runza. Opens that stance up. And Casper waves the bat off speed, pops it into right center field. Let's see how the wind affects it in the shades. Lost it in the sun. It's going to drop over the head of Ace McKinnis. And into second base is going to be Mason Casper. That goes as a base hit. It wasn't touched. He just lost that one up in the wind in the sun, and it fell about five feet behind him. And Carney is on top by a score of one to nothing. So most of the time, and maybe even later in the game, that won't be a problem. But Mason Casper will get the RBI. And Carney Runza is on top. One to nothing here in the first inning of the first game of the season. And Jackson Worley will stand in there. Big stout number 13. And now we will have a courtesy runner for Casper. Of course, you can do that with anybody, your pitchers, your catchers. And now making a trip out to the mound is going to be catcher Zach Kissick. Trevor Johnson has been high on a lot of his fastballs here and just going to go out and tell him, settle down, don't worry about it. 
especially after they probably should have been out of the inning on that routine, which is not routine in this wind and this sun, but routine fly ball. So Jackson Worley standing in there. And the pitch is going to be high and away, ball two. Worley hit 258 last year in the Legion season. Not a power hitter last year, no triples, no home runs. But a base hit here could make it two to nothing. And he's got the count in his favor, two balls, no strikes. And Johnson hits the outside corner and just missed it, ball three, says umpire Jim Langan. So it's 3-0, and Nick Carlson on deck. So Johnson... Back-to-back strikeouts, almost got out of here unscathed, now in a little trouble. The 3-0 pitch, high ball four. So after the sun-seeking double by Casper, we will get the second walk of the inning for Jackson Worley. Worley at first, the courtesy runner down at second, and Nick Carlson will now step in there to... Try and make it a big first inning here for Carney Runza. And the pitch from Johnson, big, mighty swing, fouled straight back. And it is 0-1. That courtesy runner, by the way, down there at uh, first uh, second base for Carney Runza. Let me double-check what that is. Had it for you. And that is Braden Anderson. Braden Anderson, the courtesy runner. 0-1 to Carlson. Runners at first and second. Two outs. Curveball in the dirt. Nice block by Kissick. Doesn't let anybody go anywhere. One ball, one strike. The sixth man to come to the plate here in the inning for Carney. The last two men have reached via the sun-seeking double and the walk. The pitch. High one, but it is swung on and fouled back out of play for strike number two. So, again, a 1-2 count. One ball, two strikes. Our foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. Wendy Vosser, Lori Sierra, and the great gang there at Home Real Estate. One of our many sponsors of Legion Baseball on ESPN. The one-two pitch. Johnson checks the runner. Big lead down there by Brayden Anderson. He didn't like it. He's in the stretch a long time. And then did he hit him? Nope, just inside. Carlson didn't move one eyelash on the off speed, and it is now two and two. Two balls, two strikes, two on, two out. Bottom of the first, one nothing. Carney runs up. And the pitch, check swing. They wanted to appeal, but only two umpires, so nobody to really appeal to, and it's full. Three balls, two strikes. So now the runners will be off. Anderson from second, Worley from first. They're not even really holding them on. They're going to get a big jump here. The 3-2 pitch. It swung on right back up the middle, and it gets into center field. One run will score for Runza, and everybody else will hold up. The center fielder, Carson Cahoy, fired a good one home, but he had no chance. And an RBI single here for Nick Carlson. And that drives in Anderson to make it 2-0. Worley advances to second. Carlson at first, and he is going to have a courtesy runner. Coming in for him will be Nolan Etherton. So he'll trot down there. And Will Richter will stand in the Kearney third baseman. 2 nothing now in favor of Runza. And what was almost a very quick half inning has now turned into a long half inning. And the pitch is a high strike to Will Richter. 0-1-1. Connor Clevenger, Cale Conrad if they're able to bat around here in the first. Haven't really hit him hard, but 
Carney's got a 2-0 lead and a curveball that sinks too low. It's one and one. Trevor Johnson on the mound here. Again, a pop up into right field that got caught in the wind in the sun by Mason Casper. It fell, and now Carney has been able to take advantage of that. The pitch swung on and missed. Strike two. So another one-two count here on a Carney runs a batter for Trevor Johnson. Can he get out of the inning? Limit the damage here. Two runs on a couple of hits so far here. The seventh batter in the inning is Will Richter. And another one-two pitch. Outside bounces of the dirt. That one's going to get away. Wild pitch. The runners will advance to second and third. Atherton down to second. Worley to third. And the catcher, Zach Kissick, slid over. Got his chest protector in front of it. But it bounced so far in front of the batter's box that he couldn't really smother it. And the wild pitch will allow the runners to advance. So a single could make it 4 to nothing as Will Richter stands in there with a 2-2 count. And the full windup and the pitch is outside and high, ball three. So Trevor Johnson just has been all over the place here in this first inning. Again, hasn't been hit hard, but hasn't really caught a break yet either. Battled with a couple of strikeouts. 3-2 pitch, outside, ball four, the bases are loaded. And that will bring Kirby Wells to the mound. You can just tell Johnson's frustrated. Mentally, he's got to get that Mason Casper pop-up out of his head. He's thinking, I should be in the dugout. It should be nothing-nothing. And instead, it's 2-0, and the bases are loaded. And the right fielder, Connor Clevenger, is going to be coming to the plate in a big spot here in his first at-bat for 2020. Meeting at the mound here. And again, you're down in the 8-9 spot. There's a reason guys bat in the 8-9 spot. There's a career 8-9 spot hitter. I can tell you why that is. Uh, Clevenger in there is a lefty. He's got a good eye at the plate from what we saw last season from him. And if he can squeak one through, some pretty good speed. But we'll see what uh, Clevenger can do here with the bases loaded. And the first pitch to him is high ball one. Does he just sit in there and wait to see a strike now that may have some problems with Trevor Johnson's control. He's been one and two to so many guys so far in this first inning. And the pitch inside hit him. No, it didn't, but they're going to let everybody get in anyway. It doesn't matter. All the runners advance. I thought it had bounced off Clevenger, but they say no. Just inside, ball two. And that will get Worley in with the third run. Second wild pitch of the inning. Carlson down to third. Richter over to second. Johnson has thrown strikes, but he's been wild, too, and Clevenger will take this one right down the pipe. It's 2-1. and one. Kale Conrad would be next. Clevenger did hit 269 in 36 games on 100 plate appearances last year, and inside ball three. He likes that part of the plate, the inside half to the lefties, the outside half to the righties. Three and one. Connor Clevenger stands in there. Johnson working quickly, and he'll foul it straight back, and we're full again. Three balls, two strikes, three to nothing. Bottom of the first. Carney runs a here over Grand Island Home Federal, and not done yet. Runners at second and third. Another full count. First base is open, and the lefty Clevenger waves the bat. Johnson brings it home again, and that one just plunked him right in the back. And they are working down to the bullpen here for Grand Island. And Kirby Wells looks down there and says, speed it up, guys. Because I have a feeling if Trevor Johnson cannot get the number nine man, Cale Conrad, his day will be done. And again, when you heard in the pregame here from Coach Brad Archer, 
They are going to need pitching. Anybody this year, you always need pitching, but with so many doubleheaders, the shortened season, as many games as you're playing, you need pitching. You need everybody to get you a few innings, and especially early on in the year, you want to watch that pitch count. Kale Conrad is another left-hander, and the fastball is up, ball one. Always want to keep the ball down, and obviously we all know that. Johnson is trying hard. He just hasn't been able to work it. The 1-0 pitch, inside and low, ball two. He's just frustrated. He's working faster to the last two batters, and he's just frustrated. And Conrad now, the smart thing is just be patient. It's 2-0, make him throw you one. Base is loaded. The 2-0 pitch hit him. That's it. We are going to have a pitching change here as Trevor Johnson just couldn't get out of the first inning. It could have been 0-0, but the pop-up got lost in the sun, and after that, the wheels came off here on opening day for a young man that is a good pitcher, but the first inning got the better of him here today. It's 4-0, Carney Runza. We've got a pitching change here on ESPN Radio, the first one of the year, brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. We'll tell you who it is when we return. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. Well, the new man in the ball game is number 15, Alex Hinken, on the mound now for Grand Island Home Federal as they are trying to finish up the first inning. And for uh, Alex Hinken, he is getting uh, an opportunity to step on the mound here for the first time for uh, Home Federal on his way up. So, again, the situation, Carney is up for nothing in the first inning. Bases are loaded, two outs. And back to the top of the order, Lane Shires. So two-thirds of an inning for Trevor Johnson. He faced nine men. He gave up two hits. He had two wild pitches. He hit two batters, and he walked two. He also struck out two. So let's see how Alex Hinken now can do. Try to get out of here. Shires will take the first pitch for an inside called strike one. Shires had the first walk after being down to the count one and two, advanced to third on a throwing error, trying to pick him off. Pitch is going to be popped just back over second, and another seeing eye bloop single. One run will score, two runs will score. The throw home, and everybody is safe and advancing down to second. Lane Shires with an RBI single, and it is six to nothing. And you couldn't have placed it any better. Any shorter, it would have been caught by Gustafson. Any harder, McKinnick would most likely have got under it and caught it. So a little blooper. A little duck snort, as they said, in field of dream, in uh, some of the major league movies. First pitch is inside corner. Strike one here to Brant Grosskreitz. 
Six nothing. All the runs with two outs here for Carney Runzi in the bottom of the first of the season opener. Not the way Grand Island had envisioned it. There's a lot of baseball to play tonight, too. Curveball in the hole between short and third. They're going to try and score them both. There'll be a play at the plate, but they cut it off. And sliding in safely will be Lane Shires, and Brant Grosskreitz gets a two-RBI single. And it just keeps it going. Seth Stroh will stand in there. Grosskreitz and Stroh both went down on strikes. And again... We've had the last eight men reach base here. Stroh with a two RBI single. Stroh stands in there as the left-handed batter. Eight nothing. He'll rip it down first, but just inside the bag, and it's foul. So Stroh was in there swinging the first time. He's in there ready to go again. And a long, long bottom of the first here for Carney. Good enough to... Put this away if Casper can just do anything, which he did in the first inning. Curveball outside, ball one, one and one. Casper stands on deck. He got kind of this, if you're on the Grand Island side, he got this whole mess started with two outs and a runner on third. He had a fly ball to right field that the wind and the sun took and dropped behind the right fielder, McKinnick, and it's been all Carney since. Another breaking ball, no, up and away, ball two, two and one. That's a pretty good movement on it, but didn't get into the strike zone. Leading away from first is Grosskreitz. Eight, nothing, Carney, bottom of the first. Stroh stands in. It's thrown on the ground to the backstop. Wild pitch, and Grosskreitz will get down to second base. And, boy, even our young pitcher, Alex Hinkin, just body motion here. Nothing going the way. Grand Island's in a funk right now. They need something good to happen. And that's getting this last out. Stroh inside. Bounced again. Ball four. Carney has four hits in the inning, but they have now sent to the plate their 13th man. So a lot of others hit by pitches and walks helping him out. Grosskreitz at second. Stroh at first. Casper, who had the bloop double his first time up, is in there again. Curveball high. Hat blows off of the pitcher, Alex Hinkin, as he went to throw it. That may have affected where that pitch ended up. So Casper doubled, Worley walked, Carlson singled, Richter walked, Clevenger and Conrad both hit by pitches and almost hit again. Mason Casper is never going to dive out of the way of anything. He'll stand in there and take it. Again, we joked last year he might have the world's lead in hit by pitches. But he does like to swing the bat. He does want to get hits. And he'll take the 2-0 pitch in there for strike one. Jackson Worley on deck. Again, two on, two out. But it's 8-0. Carney runs it, and we're still in the first. The pitch to Casper. He will check it and flinch and take ball three. Three balls, one strike. Our American Legion baseball brought to you by Five Points Bank of Carney, Fanatics, The Bike Shed, and SeaTech. Casper plunked him. And down to first he goes. He sprints them all out. So it only took two at-bats for Mason Casper to get hit by the pitch. It would have been ball four. And now Kirby Wells is signaling down to the bullpen again. I need you to throw. Casper's going to check out. And Braden Anderson will come in as the courtesy runner. Bases are loaded again. 
Going to have to call in the accountant to figure up this half inning when we're done with all these numbers. And Jackson Worley will stand in. Walked earlier in the inning. Bases loaded again. Fastball high. Ball one. And again, you never know what happens after this. We've seen games where Carney might get all their runs in this inning, and that could be it. But Grand Island now has such a huge hole. Pitch, strike over the outside half. Haven't seen a lot of called strikes over the last seven, eight batters, but we get one there. And it's one and one to Worley. There's Stacy Johns with you here on KXPN Carney, the opening day of Legion baseball season. Fastball bounces in front of the plate. Ball two, two and one. Been a long time since Brad Archer's had to stand up this long, but he's got to like what he's seeing down there in the third base coach's box. The 2-1 pitch. There's a big swing and a miss. Strike two. Two balls, two strikes. Bases jacked here with an 8-0 Carney lead in the bottom of the first. The wind howling in from the north. One strike away from finally getting out of the inning. Hankin brings it outside. Ball three. And the merry-go-round will be going again. Bases loaded. Full count. Two outs. Worley hoping to put the ball in play if Hankin can put it in the strike zone. Or in this case, maybe the zip code. Because I think Worley wants to take a swing at it. 3-2 pitch. Swung on and fouled back over our head. Stay away from my vehicle, young man. It was headed that way. Foul holes brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. There's no place like home. See Robert Kayat and Alex Beckman, part of the great home real estate team. The 3-2 pitch again with the bases loaded and two outs on the way. Worley takes it outside, ball four. And I can tell you, umpire Jimmy Langland would love to have called that strike three, but it was just too far outside. And an RBI walk here for Jackson Worley, two appearances, two walks. And that'll force in Brant Grosskranks. Up to the plate, Nick Carlson. And the pitch to Carlson. There's a strike taken 0-1. The 15th batter of the inning here for Carney runs a 9-0. Bases loaded, two outs. Looking for more. Carlson takes one inside, half strike two. And it's 0-2 to Carlson. So, Hankin now bears down. <laughs> you got to wonder if manager Kirby Wells is going to say, now, don't start throwing curveballs in the dirt. Let's just go get him. Ball gets away from the bullpen, but they'll be able to run that down quickly. And again, one strike away from finally getting out of this half inning for Grand Island Home Federal. Waving the bat is Carlson. The 0-2 pitch. Sails outside. Ball one. Will Richter standing on deck. Mason Casper, the first time he was up as a cleanup hitter, there were two outs. They have batted around. There's still two outs. The one-two pitch. Outside, ball two. Nick Carlson trying to pick that outside black. Missed it twice. Two balls, two strikes. The runners get their lead. Nine-nothing Carney. And the pitch. Swung on and missed, and we are finally done with the first inning of the season. When we waited this long, I guess we just as well have it all in the first. Nine runs, and in fact, all three outs were via the strikeout. Nine runs, it looks like four hits. We did have an error, and there were three men left on. One inning in the book, and Grand Island Home Federal coach Kirby Wells is talking to his troops right here. He's got to get them rallied because there's a lot of baseball to play tonight. And this season. It's 9 nothing. Carney back on ESPN after this. 
Man, Cooper, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. Hey, Central Nebraska, this is Doug Duda. And as the boys said, landscaping can be hard work. And with life, school, work, and sports, who has the time? That's why I call the professionals at Johnson Landscape. From landscaping, sprinkler systems to design and install, Johnson Landscape does it all. And with their nursery full of fresh plants and trees, it's the only place I need to go. Ooh, this landscape looks awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out at johnsonlandscape.net. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTech Restoration is here to get it right. SeaTech Restoration provides some of the most innovative and specialized personal property care in the industry, substantially reducing replacement costs. Each member of the SeaTech team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTech is also your home for custom flooring, hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpet. SeaTech Restoration Incarnate proudly supports all area athletes. It's time to head to the shed and get fit. The Bike Shed. Our experienced staff is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. Check out the full line of bikes, treadmills, and all fitness equipment, including pickleball. We service and repair all bikes. Whether you're a casual or a professional cyclist, we'll assist you with knowledge, support, labor, and even custom bike setups. Call 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Head to the shed for your bike and fitness equipment. Proudly supporting Legion Bay. Welcome back to Memorial Field. Sam Hartman digs in as we go to the top of the second here for Grand Island Home Federal and Mason Casper will throw a fastball that bounces right in front of the plate and is scooped up easily by Nick Carlson. It was three up, three down in the first. Sam Hartman, Mike Berman, Ace McKinnick here in the second inning. Things going for Grand Island. Swung on and missed another fastball. Strike one. One and one. Casper throws a lot of fastballs, a lot of just kind of placement, moving it. He's that old Atlanta Brave type of pitcher, Greg Maddox, who will move the ball around quite a bit. 1-1 pitch. Off speed out in front of that one. And chopping it foul will be Sam Hartman. One ball, two strikes. 9 nothing. Carney. They took advantage of five walks, a couple of hit batsmen to really just dominate that first inning. All of the runs with two outs and the pitch. Curve ball and had all kinds of movement. It is dropped but picked right back up, and Carlson tags out Sam Hartman. That was a beautiful sweeping curve ball. The second strikeout in the ball game now for Mason Casper. That'll bring up Mike Berman, the designated hitter, getting to see his first action now, batting in the five slot. And the pitch is going to be a breaking ball in there over the inside corner for strike one. Again, the wind howling in, but Carney center fielder Cale Conrad is playing pretty deep. Second pitch here is going to be low, and that'll be ball one. Again, it is a doubleheader here tonight, so whatever happens in game one, Grand Island just has to get a little bit better and be ready to go. When game two rolls around, it's going to be hard to overcome a 9 nothing deficit, and if they do, we're going to be here a while. Ball to Casper inside to Mike Berman. Again, earlier today, Carney Post 52 lost to Lincoln Southwest 5 nothing. Their second game with Papillion La Vista rained out in the second inning. They were tied at 1. They'll try and play again tomorrow. The pitch by Casper is in there for strike two, and it's 2-2 two and two to the designated hitter, Mike Berman. Nobody on, one out in the second. Over the top, that fastball is flicked for strike number three, and that time Carlson was able to hold the foul tip. 
Two up, two down, five up, five down, and the right fielder, Ace McKinnick, will check in now to the batter's box, and he'll get right on top of the plate. The righty standing almost over the top of home plate. Fastball swung on and missed, strike one. And again, Mason Casper, one of the couple of uh, Carney kids, which you'll refer to as a Legion baby, already graduated, but youth uh, by their age able to come back and play another year and just rearing back and throwing peas right now. Casper blows it by McKinnick again, a swing and a miss, 0-2. One pitch away from six up, six down. Let's see if Mason Casper can get it here. The wind of the pitch, swung on and missed. He strikes out the side. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on. We go to the bottom of the second. It's Carney runs a nine. Grand Island Home Federal nothing on ESPN Radio. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Play ball! Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney Legion baseball team. I'd like to wish all the athletes good luck. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking. Offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. 2020 is the year to see clearly, so let us focus on you at Optical Gallery. Dr. Mandy Johnson and her staff proudly provide personal, professional eye care for the entire family. From comprehensive eye exams to glasses and contacts, Optical Gallery is your trusted source for quality eye care. Come check out our large selection of name brand frames, including Nike, Kate Spade, Jimmy Choo, Oakley, and Maui Jim. Schedule an eye exam today with Dr. Mandy Johnson and be on your way to 2020 in 2020. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney, where vision matters. And we come to the bottom of the second inning. It'll be Will Richter, Connor Clevenger, and Cale Conrad batting for the second time. The 7, 8, and 9 hitters. And the first pitch here is going to be ball one from Alex Hinken, who came on in relief in the first inning of Trevor Johnson. Fastball fouled back, strike one, one and one. Richter walked and scored in the first inning. Again, if you're just joining us, Carney scored all nine runs with two outs with a lot of help from Wildness on the mound in that first inning. The pitch to Richter popped into right field. McGinnis has his second chance. Uh Uh-oh, he gets turned around. He can't find it. It's over his head. This is going to roll just short of the warning track, and Richter is not going to stop. He is going to be standing at third and slides in, actually, with no throw. A triple for Will Richter. That is the second time here in this uh, half inning or this ball game that we have seen one to right that they just couldn't find. And it is 9-0 now in favor of Carney Runza. And standing in there will be Connor Clevenger, and it's high, ball one. 1-0 to Connor Clevenger. He was hit by a pitch with a three-ball count, full count, his first at bat. Clevenger, lefty, big swing and a miss, strike one. He also kind of crowds the plate from that left-handed batter's box, stands right on top of it, tries to be able to get to the outside 
portion if he can. One ball, one strike, and again, a runner at third now here in the second inning. Clevenger swings and misses, strike two. Quick hands just hasn't been able to catch up to it. Kale Conrad is on deck, the number nine hitter in the order. Doug Gooder with you here on ESPN Radio. The opening night of the baseball season, a month later because of the pandemic. And Clevenger will pop one out of play. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. There's no place like home. See Robert Fitzgerald or Mark Shipperwright, Rhonda Johnson, today. One ball, two strikes. Clevenger, RBI opportunity with Richter standing at third. And the pitch got out of the hand that time of Alex Hankin. He was trying to throw a curveball, and it just floated way outside, and Kissick slid over to grab it. Two balls, two strikes. Pitchers have been ahead of the count for Grand Island a lot, but just haven't been able to finish it off after the first couple of Ks in the first inning. 2-2 pitch, high, ball three. Another full count here for a Carney runs a batter. Last time, Clevenger worked a full count, got plunked. Let's see what happens here. The 3-2 pitch inside and fisted right back to the dugout, and down it goes. Another foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. So it's 3-2. and two. Still nobody out. We're just in the second inning. And Clevenger, another 3-2 pitch sails way outside from Hankin and another Free pass. So a walk here, and this is obviously frustrating for everybody. The kids want to hit. They're not trying to walk over Grand Island. This is not what uh, Coach Wells and his guys had envisioned at all coming into this opening game, not where you want to have ever a chance to do that, but especially opening night, it just takes the winds out of your sail. And Kale Conrad will now stand in there, another lefty, three left-handed batters in the starting nine for Coach Brad Archer, and the pitch sails outside. Ball one, and on one side, if you're Coach Wells, I mean, these two young men that started the game have already thrown a lot of pitches. The 1-0 pitch to Conrad. Steps into it and fouls it away over the Carney dugout off the netting. Good catch out of the net that time by on-deck hitter Lane Shires. One ball, one strike. Five hits so far. Two of them just got lost out there in the right field sun. A couple of ground balls through the infield. And the 1-1 pitch outside again. Ball two. And unfortunately, the last three pitches that have been outside have been way outside. They're not just missing. And Alex Hinken has looked just good like Trevor Johnson did in spurts. Just not enough of them. And the pitch, Conrad, will try to golf one down the line. And it's going to be fouled out. So we're 2-2. and with Will Richter at third, Connor Clevenger is at first. And Lane Shires is waiting on deck. 2-2 pitch now to the number nine hole and center fielder Cale Conrad. The pitch is called strike three. That was bordering on the upper outside corner, but Conrad looked at it, and it'll be called a strike, and that'll be out number one. Lane Shires, he walked and scored the first the first time up, single, drove in a couple of runs, and scored again. So this is his third at bat, and there's only been four outs so far recorded against Carney. Runners at the corner, nowhere from first are they thinking about stealing Clevenger, 
probably could, but I think with the score 9 nothing, Coach Archer probably not going to steal, but we'll find out. He's going through the signals here. Lane Shires will take that first pitch for strike one. Alex Hankin comes set, brings home the 0-1 pitch. It is outside. Ball one. One ball, one strike, 9 nothing. Carney, and we're only in the bottom of the second. Of course, the mercy rule would be coming in play if Grand Island cannot get their offense going here tonight, and they have been six up, six down in the first two innings. There goes the runner. It was a hit and run, and waving at it on a pitch way outside was Lane Shires, but it will allow Connor Clevenger to steal second base as it popped out of the hands of Zach Kissick. So instead of just a straight steal, Coach Archer gave him the hit and run, and it's one ball and two strikes. Leadoff hitter Shires now trying to work from behind, which he did earlier in the game. And this one goes behind him, and they're going to try and score. Can the pitcher cover? They'll throw to the plate, but sliding in there ahead of the tag is Will Richter on the wild pitch. And it is 10 to nothing in favor of Carney Runza. Clevenger will go down to third. And it is now 2-2 two and two to Lane Shires. Again, to start the game, he had a 1-2 count and battled back and drew the walk. And it looked like he was going to get stranded at third, but he did not. 2-2 pitch. And buckled the knees, but it didn't buckle the plate. It's 3-2. and two. Tried to throw some off speed, and it just didn't break for him. So Henkin now again faces a full count here. The leadoff man Shires with Brant Grosskreitz on deck. One out, runner at third. The 3-2 pitch. Fastball away. Ball four. So Shires is on base for the third time here in the ball game. And runners at the corners, and Kirby Wells will make that slow walk out to the mound, and he has already signaled to the bullpen. A pitching change brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. We'll tell you about the new pitcher for Grand Island. When we return, it is 10-0 in favor of Carney Runza, and we're in the bottom of the second. Lanny Carlson Motors, going the extra mile for you. All our vehicles are serviced and inspected, and we now offer ASC certified warranties on qualifying vehicles. Hi, I'm Karen Carlson. Stop and see my husband Lanny and his team put their passion of cars to work for you. We are family owned and operated. Don't see what you are looking for? Lanny will find it for you. Fast, easy financing available. Our philosophy? Work hard and treat people right with honesty and integrity. Stop in or shop online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. Proudly supporting Legion Baseball. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HD TVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! Braden Wenzel will step in for his first appearance ever as a pitcher for Grand Island Home Federal. Again, uh, some of the youngsters moving up. Each of the first two pitchers on the mound here for Grand Island Home Federal went two-thirds of an inning. That'll close the book on Alex Hankin. It is 10 to nothing. Carney runs uh, runners at the corner with one out here in the bottom of the second inning. And Brant Grosskreitz is getting ready to step to the plate. And take on Wenzel. So continuing to move the men around here. And can Braden Wenzel find 
the magic elixir here to get Carney runs out. And again, they haven't been knocking the cover off the ball. It's just been some wildness from the uh, two Grand Island home federal pitchers. So at third, Connor Clevenger at first lane Shires. Both have plenty of speed. And Grosskreit takes the first pitch up and away. Ball one. So some nerves. First time out there as a senior Legion pitcher. And the balls just continue to float outside. Here's one high. Ball two, two and oh. Seth Stroh and Mason Casper as we would get into the heart of the Carney Runza order waiting next. First baseman uh, Sam Hartman holding the runner on. The ball bounces into the uh, turf, cannot be smothered, and that will allow Shires to get down to second. Didn't get away very far. In fact, I'm not sure that Kissick knew that it wasn't in his glove. He looked down, it wasn't there, and that allows Shires to get down to first base, or second base, excuse me, second and third. And there's a strike called on the 3-0 pitch to Brant Grosskreitz. Kind of a catch-22. You're not going to learn anything by standing there with the bat on your shoulders, so probably a good thing that that was a strike on the 3-1. And this one has popped up, and it's going to float out of play. Anything that would be behind the plate is most likely going to get out of play. It doesn't get out of the stadium. It bounces up around the Grand Island fans. And that will load the count up here at three balls and two strikes on Brant Grosskreitz. Runners at second and third. Carney's already pushed across another run here. And the full count pitch is swung on and hit into center field. Line drive coming over and not able to make the catch is Carson Cohoy. The ball will fall to the turf. They had to hold the runners up, so only one run will score there. Clevenger comes in. And again, with the way that wind is blowing, I think Cahoy thought he had it in his sights and it just bounced right in front of his glove. So a couple on a normal day that would have been hauled in. And I believe they'll probably call that a hit. I don't think it touched Cahoy's glove. He was able to get after it right away. But nonetheless, another run comes across. It's 11 to nothing, Carney, and Seth Stroh will stand in there. He actually struck out his first at bat and then walked in his second at bat. Runners again at second and third, and the pitch will be away, ball one. 11-0 Kearney, one out here in the second. And for Grand Island Home Federal, yet to have a base runner in the first two innings, and Stroh will pound one down the right field line. That's well hit, but it is drifting, it's drifting, and it is foul. Seth Stroh showing his power into a little bit of that wind. Our foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. That's one that might have got all the way down the hill to the park. There's no place like home. See Amy Johnson, Steve Quorum today. <laughs> Sestro, one and two, and he'll take it high. Ball two, two balls, two strikes. One out, Stroh's in there looking to hit. And working fairly quickly is Braden Wenzel on the mound here for home federal. And there's one that's poked into right field, and that's going to be an RBI single, and they're going to hold up the runner. No need to take a chance here with Brant Grosskreitz, and Sestro has his first hit of the year. And that'll bring in another run as Lane Shires able to score, and Grosskreitz will hold at third. Mason Casper stands in there. He doubled on a ball that got lost in the sun and wind his first time up, and that's when the wheels just came off. And then the second time, he got hit by a pitch. 
and sprinted to first. Here he'll take a fastball for a strike. 12-0 Carney. Runners on the corners, bottom of the second, one out. Third pitcher on the mound for home federal, Braden Wenzel. And Wenzel will look at one that is outside for a ball. And let's see what Casper can do on this pitch. One and one. Swung on and popped up. And again, that's going to be back and out of play. Just getting out of the stadium. Our foul ball is brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. See Robert Fitzgerald or Lori Sierra today. So Casper now down in the count. One and two. And Knife's one again out of play. Right field line. Well, at this rate, whoever's out there collecting foul balls can have a pretty big meal tonight. One and two again to Casper as he awaits the pitch. And it's outside. He was ready to swing, but it floated away. Ball two. Two and two. Grosskreitz at third. Stroh at first. And Wenzel's pitch to Casper. Fouled away again. Casper's going to stay in there and battle and battle and battle. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. Susan Bice, Robert Kayat, check them out today. Part of the great team there at Home Real Estate. 2-2 pitch to Casper, and he'll chop it back up the middle, and it finds its way off the second baseman, Jay Gustafson's glove, for an infield single. Stroh will get to third. Casper's going to hustle down to second, and it is 13-0. RBI single for Mason Casper. And again, perfectly placed. That's about the third base hit that couldn't have been any more perfect or Grand Island would have been able to make a play on it. Jackson Worley now stands in there. Worley has walked twice. He's eager to put some aluminum on the baseball. And he'll take one that's in there for strike number one. This is the eighth man to the plate here in the inning for Carney. They've pushed across four, two on, one out. 13 to nothing. And the pitch swung on and fouled straight back for strike two. So Braden Wenzel able to just stride and fire, and that's exactly what Coach Wells wants to see at this time. No, no more messing around. Just throw strikes, and whatever happens, happens. 0-2 pitch. Swung on and crowded. This one right to short, and the shortstop doesn't know where it is. He picks it up late. Still got him. He thought it got under his glove, and why not? Nothing has went Grand Island's way, but Rand Sanders went down, came up. There was nothing there. The ball right between his ankles. He was still able to pick it up and throw out Jackson Worley. And as I look up and down here, that is the first out for Carney that wasn't a strikeout. That's the first ball fielded by Grand Island. Two outs now, and here's Nick Carlson, the catcher. We'll see one float outside for ball one. Carlson singled in a run in the first at bat and then finished it up with a uh, strikeout to finally end that nine-run first inning. The 1-0 pitch, swung on and hit right back to Sanders. One hopper, he's got this one, no problem. Fires it over to Hartman, and the inning comes to an end. But once again, Carney was able to put plenty of runs on the board as they scratch across four more runs. And it is 14-0 Carney. We're back after this. 
Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTech Restoration is here to get it right. SeaTech Restoration provides some of the most innovative and specialized personal property care in the industry, substantially reducing replacement costs. Each member of the SeaTech team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTech is also your home for custom flooring, hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. SeaTech Restoration Incarnate proudly supports all area athletes. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. And welcome back to American Legion Baseball. On this opening day of the season, it is all Carney, As the uh, Carney runs, the seniors are up on Grand Island Home Federal after just two innings by a score of 14 to nothing. Nine in the first and five in the second. So we were checking to see what the run rules were. I mean, we know what it is after five innings, but in sometimes if it gets way out of control, the game could be called after three, and it doesn't look like that would apply here today. And hopefully for Grand Island, they can just get something going here in the uh, top of the third inning. They have yet to find a base runner, so it'll be Jaden Jurgensmeyer, Zach Kissick, and Matt Jurgensmeyer against Mason Casper. And the first pitch by Casper, fastball called strike one. So the tail of the tape, obviously, when it's 14 to nothing, vastly different for the way the two teams have played here over the first hour here this afternoon. And strike number two, this time over the outside half, 0-2. You're listening to KXPN Carney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda, along with our producer engineer, Stacy Johns at Memorial Field in Carney, And the 0-2 pitch here to Jaden Jurgensmeyer bounces. And that one bounced way up front. Everybody kind of bailed out of the way, but Nick Carlson was able to cover it. And it looks like maybe we have had a defensive change here. I think Braden Anderson went to third and swung on and missed. Strike three, Jaden Jurgensmeyer. So that is four straight strikeouts here for Mason Casper. And catcher Zach Kissick will stand in. Carney playing everybody straight up now with the game no longer in doubt. And a foul ball straight back to the netting by Zach Kissick, waiting for that first opportunity. And he went right after it. Mason Casper has done a good job of getting ahead of hitters. So 0-1, and Casper's ready to go again. He winds, he fires that off-speed pitch that's going to be inside for ball number one. One and one to Kissick with Matt Jurgensmeyer on deck. Checking the rest of the infield. Anderson, the only change right now so far defensively. And the pitch is going to sail away. Ball two. Two balls, one strike to the catcher, Zach Kissick. Grand Island looking for their first base runner of the season. Working quickly, Casper, and that one's outside, ball three, and they may be one pitch away here. Casper doesn't want to work too quick, but he gets the ball. He stands on the mound. He's ready to go in the 3-1 pitch to Kissick. 
swung on and popped up. And that one will be back here into the camera well as well. Our foul ball is brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. Susan Bice, Gary Rubicek, and the crew. There's no place like home. A full count pitch now to Kissick. And that one is low, and Grand Island has their first base runner of the ball game and of the season as Kissick draws the one-out walk. And that'll bring up the left fielder, number three, Matt Jurgensmeyer. And did we get a ball get away? I think maybe that's we're going to have a courtesy runner. Grand Island's going to go get a courtesy runner here. And let's see if we can pick up who that is for Grand Island Home Federal. Looks like that's going to be Jake Zexker. Jake Zexker will be the courtesy runner down at first. So here is Matt Jurgensmeyer standing in there with the first base runner. First time Casper's had to throw out of the stretch. See if that affects him at all. Nope, fastball right down the middle, taken for strike number one. 14 to nothing, Carney Runza in the top of the third. And we are playing two tonight. Casper takes a look, not much of a lead over there. From Zesser. Takes a long time, now delivers it. And it is low ball one. It would not appear that Jake Zesker is going to go anywhere. He doesn't have a very big lead over there. So Casper just wants to make sure that the first time out of the stretch, he doesn't lose his mojo. The 1-1 pitch to Jurgensmeyer on the way. And that is going to be just under the knee for ball two. Two balls, one strike. On deck, Rand Sanders. Started the game innocently enough with a ground ball to second baseman Brant Grosskreitz. And Casper now throws over to first. And again, not much of a lead, so it wasn't even close, but it gives Jackson Worley something to do. And the 2-1 pitch, a little off-speed number down the third baseline foul. And it is two balls and two strikes. Carney is scheduled to play at Elkhorn on Saturday, but there is rain in the forecast. For home federal, they are scheduled to go down to the Omaha Burke tournament the next three days. And the 2-2 pitch now from Mason Casper is just going to be outside ball three, so a full count. Now Kissick walked, and you've got a full count here to Jurgensmeyer, and these are on the number eight and nine men in the order. And Casper now with the 3-2 pitch. And that is inside ball four. And that's what nobody in the ballpark wants to see right now with Carney comfortably in the lead, giving up free passes to Grand Island. So now two runners on, still no hits in the ball game. And now Rand Sanders, one of the better offensive threats here will stand in to try and get something going for Grand Island, maybe get their first run of the season. Chokes up on the bat a little bit, grounded a second at his first plate appearance. Really not holding the runners on. Casper out of the stretch. Wheels and deals, and boy, that one bounced in front of the plate. They're going to try and advance the runner down to third, and sliding in there, Jake Zesker, the courtesy runner on the wild pitch. So just something out of the stretch right now for Mason Casper has him off kilter a little bit. Jurgensmeyer did not advance from first. So now runners at the corners. And again, this is one of those that 
Brad Archer might not take long to walk out there and tell Mason, don't even worry about these guys. Just do what you've been doing. You've been mowing them down. Two runs here wouldn't hurt us at all anyway. Casper's pitch bounces in front of the plate again. Ball two. Sporting world, you just never know. One moment, everything's going right. Next moment, can't find what's going on. And we'll see if Casper can battle back from a 2-0 deficit here. And the pitch swung on Zest, uh, for uh, Sanders. He was going to try and crush that, and he missed on the high fastball, 2-1. and one. Jay Gustafson would be next, then Carson Cahoy. Grant Allen has runners on the corners here with one out in the top of the third, but they're down 14 to nothing. Pickoff play at first, and diving back in is Jurgensmeyer. That was a good move by Casper, and it was fairly close. Worley able to handle the throw, and back over to first. This one away from the bag, and Worley's up to the task again. Two balls, one strike, still waiting is Rand Sanders, and this time Casper brings it home. Off-speed, pounded down the right field line. The wind pushing it, though, and it is going to be foul. That's the best hit baseball of the game for the boys in red and white for Grand Island. So it is two and two, and now Nolan Etherton is out in left field for Carney Renza. Those are the things you just can't tell when they make those changes. Out in the outfield. 2-2 down to Rand Sanders, and they'll throw over to first again. And again, this one was close. Big lead by Jurgensmeyer. Anticipating that Sanders might get a good pitch to hit. Casper again comes set. Sanders awaits. And the delivery on the 2-2 pitch is high. Ball three. Three balls, two strikes. And you've got a young catcher in Nick Carlson. That may not feel comfortable in going out and talk to uh, Mason Casper, who's been through the wars. Three and two. Will the runner take off from first? Jurgensmeyer, they hold him on. No, he won't. And the pitch is low ball four. Three straight walks for Mason Casper when it's 14 to nothing. And I don't see Brad Archer making a move quite yet. Not that he would need to go get him, but maybe go talk to him. But we'll find out. So now Jay Gustafson steps in, and all of a sudden the bases are loaded with one out here in the top of the third. Gustafson got called out on strikes in the first inning. Casper now can go back to the full windup, and it's high, ball one. Well, he was cruising along, retiring the first seven men he faced, five of those via the strikeout. Now Casper having trouble finding the strike zone. Pitch, low, ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Again, with the COVID-19 distancing, you see players kind of stretched out outside the dugout. And here is strike one. Two balls, one strike to Gustafson. Zach Kissick at third, Jurgensmeyer at second, Sanders at first. All via the walk. And the 2-1 pitch now to Gustafson. Swung on and chopped slowly towards third. Brayden Anderson is going to bring it home, and it's dropped. It's dropped, and everybody's safe. It was just a little up the first base side, but Nick Carlson would get that 90% of the time in the first error of the game. Safe at first on the fielder's choice is Jay Gustafson. And safe at home on the catcher error will be Zach Kissick. 
So Jurgensmeyer at third, Sanders at second, Gustafson at first. Still no hits in the game for Grand Island. Carson Cahoy, their leading offensive player last year, returner anyway, stands in, and he'll take one. That's a high fastball, and foul it straight back over our heads. Foul ball is brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. See Amy Johnson, Mark Shipperwright today. Oh, one pitch now to Carson Cahoy. Long time in the stretch. Now the wind and the pitch, and it hit him. Still without a hit. The bases are loaded, and two runs now are across the plate for Grand Island Home Federal. Mason Casper still has the bases loaded. And it will be the cleanup hitter, Sam Hartman. First of two tonight here on ESPN Radio. And Casper winds and delivers high ball one. And if things don't change pretty soon, we may have to uh, go get the sleeping bags. 14-2, to two and we're in the top of the third, game one of the year. Casper's pitch. Swung on and grounded at shore. The strokes throw the shortstop, and they're going to turn a 6-4-3 double play and a great pick by Jackson Worley over at first base. And so still not a hit of the ball game, but two runs are across the plate on no hits. There were... Was there, yeah, there was one error, and two men left on base. We go to the bottom of the third. Carney runs a 14. Grand Island Home Federal, two. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Excellence in Rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Play ball! Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney Legion baseball team. I'd like to wish all the athletes good luck. Steer right! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking. Offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. With our producer engineer, Stacy Johns, I'm Doug Duda back at Memorial Field. And we would like to thank Marty Albrecht, president of the Kearney American Legion Board, and all the folks for their hospitality, and to our many fine sponsors for allowing us to bring you American Legion baseball on this opening day of the season, which we have waited for for so long. Brought to you by Home Real Estate and Lanny Carlson Motors. Now on the mound is going to be Matt Jurgensmeyer. So Matt will move in from left field. And he will now be the fourth pitcher of record. And standing in for Carney Renza is going to be Braden Anderson. He replaced Will Richter, who had walked and tripled in the ball game. Anderson has been a courtesy runner a couple of times. He'll take ball one here. And the pitch ball two. 
Anderson, Connor Clevenger, Kale Conrad, and then it would be Nolan Etherton. And this one is grounded up the middle, knocked down by the second baseman, Gustafson, but he can't get Anderson. It's an infield hit for Braden Anderson. Again, went right over the second base bag. Knocked down, but safe as Braden Anderson on the single. Clevenger has been hit by a pitch on a full count, and then the next time another full count, he drew the walk. He scored both times playing right field and just hasn't had any action out there so far in the ball game. And a pair of lefties, he and Cale Conrad will be the next two batters. And a curveball in there for strike number one. Low and one, Connor Clevenger. Some defensive changes here in the ball game for Carney. Of course, with Jurgensmeyer out of left field, we'll try and pick up who that is out there for you now. He's on the mound. This pitch is going to be off the plate, ball one. Carney scored nine runs with two outs in the first inning, tacked on five more in the second. They have 14 runs with seven hits, a lot of walks. 1-1 pitch now, Clevenger. Long time to deliver. This one is going to be just low, ball two. Two and one to Clevenger. Conrad is next. Standing at first, Braden Anderson with a leadoff single. Short lead being held on by Sam Hartman, the Grand Island first baseman. Pitch to Clevenger, ripped down the first baseline, but foul. He was all out ahead of that pitch from Jurgensmeyer. Now two balls and two strikes. Still windy, blowing in from the north. Straightaway center, a little pushing towards right, around 20 mile an hour here at Memorial Field. And the 2-2 pitch to Connor Clevenger is going to be outside, ball three. Three balls and two strikes, so three at-bats for Clevenger, three full counts. Will he get a strike on a 3-2 pitch? He did not the first two times. And the pitch is fouled away at the plate, three and two. Don't forget you can listen to our ball games online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Guda with you here at Memorial Field in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth. Bringing you the opening game of the season. Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded. Call Carney Towing and Repair today. Another full count pitch to Connor Clevenger is on the way, and it is ball four. So Clevenger... Has a zero batting average, but he's reached base all three times. And Braden Anderson will trot down to second. And Kale Conrad is in. He got hit by a pitch on a 3-0 delivery and then got called out on a strike to uh, put an out up on the board in the second inning. So he's got two on and nobody out here in the bottom of the third, 14-2 Carney. And the pitch is high, ball one. Not a lot of energy in the stadium right now. It's pretty quiet. You get a blowout like this. The ball's not really being thumped around. A lot of pitches outside the strike zone. Doesn't let the fans get involved in it too much. And a 1-0 pitch to Kale Conrad from Matt Jurgensmeyer is called strike one. Trevor Johnson started, followed by Alex Hinkin. Then Braden Wenzel came in, and now Jurgensmeyer to start the third inning here for Coach Kirby Wells. The 1-1 pitch to Conrad is swung on and fouled straight back to the screen. One ball 
and two strikes. Wednesday, we will have our next Carney runs a doubleheader. They'll travel over to Hastings, take on Hastings five-point seniors, and that doubleheader next Wednesday here on ESPN Radio. One-two pitch to Jurgensmeyer for the number nine slotted hitter, Cale Conrad. He fires, and this is going to bounce off the ground. They've got a chance to throw him out at third, but making it in there safely is going to be Braden Anderson as the ball bounces in front of the mat, in front of the plate. Another wild pitch. Clevenger State put it first. So first and third. Two balls, two strikes. Nobody out. Fourteen to two, Carney here in the bottom of the third. And a two-two pitch to Conrad. Swung on and chopped over the mound. Got a play here for the second baseman who shuffles it behind him to the shortstop, Gustafson to Sanders. Nice alertness, and they're able to force out Clevenger. Normally, Clevenger would have already been there on that wild pitch, but uh, a break for Grand Island on a 4-6. Now batting is Nolan Etherton, who is out in uh, left field for Lane Shires. So the first out, that did allow Braden Anderson to score and make the score 15-2 on the fielder's choice. And the first pitch here outside ball one to Nolan Etherton. Brant Grosskreis scheduled next, then it would be Seth Stroh. 15-2 Carney. And the pitch, low and away to Etherton. Ball two, 2-0. Oh. The youngster, Matt Jurgensmeyer. Jurgensmeyer only had one inning last summer on the mound for home federal. And the 2-0 pitch, a sweeper in there for strike one, a little off speed on a 2-0 that Etherton wasn't expecting. Conrad down at first, gets his lead away from the bag. It's a short one. The pitch to Etherton, caught the outside corner, strike two. Two balls, two strikes. Jurgensmeyer looking for his first strikeout. And the 2-2 pitch now to Ander, excuse me, to Etherton. Swung on and popped up down the right field line. And again, nothing's going to hold these. They just keep fading, fading, and fading out of play. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. There's no place like home. See Wendy Vosser or Steve Corum today. Another 2-2 pitch here for Etherton. Puts that bat low on the shoulder and punches one towards center field. They're playing shallow, coming in. It bounces off the glove of the diving Carson Cahoy, and everybody is safe. And the outfielders have been having problems today, and Etherton will be safe. They are ruling that a hit, so we will give Nolan one as well. And Conrad advances down to second. Brant Grosskreitz now stands in there. Wind has just gotten into the heads of the outfielders out there. I think if Cahoy just stays, he's ground, he's going to haul that one in. Of course, earlier he stood his ground and bounced in front of him. So that time he dove and couldn't come up with it. It bounced off the edge of his glove. As Grosskreitz will take strike one, it's 0-1-1. First and second, one out, 15-2. Carney runs it in the third. Jurgensmeyer, low and away, ball one. Stroh is on deck. Struck out, walk, and singled. 
And the 1-1 pitch to Grosskreitz. Outside, ball two. Zach Kissick's doing as good as he can back there, trying to frame him and bring him back in, but I think anything close at this point in a 15-2 ball game is going to be a strike. And the pitch is going to be slammed into center field. This one is right at Rand Sanders, and he's or Carson Cahoy, excuse me, and he's able to haul it in for out number two. So Grosskreitz lined it, but Sanders didn't have to move much, and now Sestro will stand in with a chance to drive in some more runs. As we said, struck out the first at bat, walked the second at bat, had an RBI single in the second. And he's got two men on the pond right here. And he's been out ahead of about every pitch outside. They don't want to throw it inside to Seth Stroh because he's turned on a couple already. He sent one over the outfield wall, but it was foul. This one's ball one outside. Two outs, chance to get out with only giving up one run here for Grand Island, giving up nine in the first, five in the second. Jurgens Meyer brought it inside, and it's called strike. Stroh didn't expect that. Watched it over the inside corner. One ball, one strike. Conrad at second, Etherton at first. Jurgens Meyer for home federal comes set, and the pitch to Stroh is popped up into left field. It is tailing. It is tailing. They're giving chase. The shortstop comes over, Rand Sanders, and it bounces out of his glove in foul territory, and it will simply be a foul ball. Count is one and two on Seth Stroh with two outs. So a break. If Stroh gets a hit here, we'd have some more unearned runs. And the 0-1 pitch, or excuse me, the 1-2 pitch, scoreboard's off. And that's poked into left field, just trying to guide it, and he does. And it drops in front of the left fielder, and one run will score. That's about the fourth time we've seen one drop away from the outfielder who was right in the area. And Seth Stroh, with those two strikes, just shortened things up, found a way to get his second base hit and his second RBI. And as the throw came in, he hustled over to second base. Etherton to third, and Conrad comes in to score the second run of the inning, 16-2. Carney runs up, and Mason Casper stands in there. The pitch from Matt Jurgensmeyer grounded down third base, bounces off the third baseman, and everybody is going to be safe. Casper safe on the air at third. Stroh trots down to third. Etherton comes in to score, an unearned run for Carney. 17 to 2. And Worley will stand in there. Carney had 15 men at the plate in the first inning, nine in the second. This is the eighth in the third. Crooked numbers all along the bottom part of the scoreboard. And here's a pitch that goes to the backstop. But Stroh says, I'm just going to stay here. I think uh, Coach Archer probably telling him that as well. Casper will hustle down to second base on the wild pitch. 1 0 to Worley. Walked in the two plate appearances in the first, then grounded out to short in his last at bat. And the pitch is up high. Ball two. Four pitchers have been out there for Grand Island Home Federal. And a 1 0 on the way. Swung on and missed that time by Worley. Two and one. 
Again, you just don't hear a lot of excitement out there right now. The pitch going to be called strike two over the outside part of the plate. Two balls, two strikes to Jackson Worley. First of a doubleheader tonight here on ESPN Radio. Where Carney runs a baseball, hosting home federal. The 2-2 pitch to Worley. Hit him. And again, numerous hit batters so far in the ball game. And Worley will trot down to first, and the bases are loaded, and that'll bring up the catcher. Number three, Nick Carlson, singled and drove in a run in his first at bat, struck out his second at bat, grounded out to end the second inning. So Carlson trying to not be the third out of the third straight inning. Bases loaded to Nick, and the pitch is high, ball one. Braden Anderson started off this inning, and he might get a chance to bat twice here in the third. The 1-0 pitch, just trying to guide it in there and does so. Not really a curveball, but it sure wasn't a fastball. A little off-speed, 1-1. Carlson, as Juergensmeyer works a little quicker, low and away, ball two. Bases loaded, two balls, one strike, 17-2. Carney runs it in the bottom of the third. Jurgensmeyer's pitch is swung on and hit into center field. Cahoy coming in, coming in, and makes the catch. And that will end the third inning. For Carney Runza, they put up three more runs. They were able to get three hits here in the inning. And there were three men left on base. Three complete. Carney Runza 17. Grand Island Home Federal 2 on ESPN Radio. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and product. From storm repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that has built itself on trust. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. And a proud supporter of Legion Baseball. It's time to head to the shed and get fit. The Bike Shed. Our experienced staff is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. Check out the full line of bikes, treadmills, and all fitness equipment, including pickleball. We service and repair all bikes. Whether you're a casual or a professional cyclist, we'll assist you with knowledge, support, labor, and even custom bike setups. Call 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Head to the shed for your bike and fitness equipment. Proudly supporting Legion Bay. 17 runs on nine hits unofficially for Carney Renza. Two runs on no hits for Grand Island Home Federal. We go to the top of the fourth inning, and Mike Berman, Ace McKinnick, and Jaden Jurgensmeyer are scheduled, but it looks like coming to the plate will be Jake Zesker. He is standing in the on deck circle for the designated hitter. Jake was in as a courtesy runner last inning. So he'll be the first batter here in the fourth. Then McKinnick is on deck. Carney staying with Mason Casper on the mound. And checking the infield here for Carney Runza. Looks like they're staying with the guys that started the ball game. Braden Anderson came in last inning at third. So we're ready to go here in the top of the fourth inning. And Mason Casper, who struggled a little bit at the end of the third, will fire it in there and behind it, fouling it off Zesker off the Grand Island dugout down the first baseline. Strike one. 
Again, a reminder, join us tomorrow on the Doug and Daddy Show on ESPN Radio, a recap of our Legion baseball, a little preview of the Belmont with Gino Bucola. And we'll get to talk with tonight's home plate umpire, Jimmy Langan, as well, because he's going to co-host. Fastball outside, ball one to Jake Zesker. Casper working fast again, comes over the top and gets strike two, one and two. Home Federal had their first seven men retired and then three straight walks by Mason Casper allowed them to get a couple to move around. And the pitch off the handle, fouled down to Kirby Wells in the third base coach's box. Of course, Kirby was with the coach. This would have been his first year replacing his dad, but as we all know, the season canceled, so eager to be out here, although it's not obviously going the way he wants. Zesker towards right field, and they're just going to let that one drop. The first base hit of the ball game for Grand Island Home Federal as Connor Clevenger didn't want to let it get by him, so he let it bounce in front and gives up the single here to Jake Zesker. The first hit of the ball game here in the top of the fourth inning, and Ace McKinnick will come in. He struck out to end the second. Casper checks it first and goes back to the stretch. Had some problems delivering strikes when this situation occurred last inning and will fire it high. Ball one. Jake Jurgensmeyer would be on deck and Zach Kissick would be after that. If Grand Island can get a little something going here in the top of the fourth. Shortly at first for Zesker and the fastball is popped up towards second. Backing up is going to be Grosskreitz and he's able to haul it in. And that'll be out number one. So McKinnick pops out to second. And now Jaden Jurgensmeyer, the third baseman, wearing number 11. He struck out to start the third. And then after that, things got a little wacky. 17-2. Carney runs it here in the top of the fourth. Slated to go seven, but with this score, four and a half would do if it doesn't change. And then we are part of a doubleheader. So a second game to come as Casper fires low. Four ball number one. Catcher Nick Carlson relaying in the call from pitching coach Chris Pocock. And strike one. One ball, one strike. Getting away from first is Jake Zesker, who got the first hit of the game for Grand Island. Now they'll throw over to first. Glad you're along with us here on ESPN Radio. It's all Carney in our first game of the season. As Casper comes set again and throws over to first. But whack in time, Zesker. And again, up 15. It doesn't matter what the young man at first base does for Grand Island. Don't want to lose concentration on the man at the plate. Jaden Jurgensmeyer. And now the pitch to him. Fastball just outside. Ball two. Two and one. Wind continues, as you can hear. Howling in from center field. From the north. Not much has changed since the start of the game in that aspect. And here's one high and tight on the fastball. And it is ball three. Three balls, one strike to Mason Casper. Back to play this six weeks of baseball. 
Trying to get out of this 3-1 jam. And the pitch up and in, ball four. So this is what happened when the first man got on last inning. Casper had trouble finding the strike zone, and that is unlike him. And now here comes Brad Archer. And he may be going to get a, a relief pitcher. So let's see what happens as Kissick gets ready to hit. And I think we are going to see possible pitching change as Mason Casper hands the ball off here. This pitching change brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. We'll tell you who's coming in as Casper heads to third. It looks like Braden Anderson will be the new pitcher. He gets warmed up 17-2. Carney, we're in the top of the fourth on ESPN Radio. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Man, Kimber, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. Hey, Central Nebraska, this is Doug Duda. And as the boys said, landscaping can be hard work. And with life, school, work, and sports, who has the time? That's why I call the professionals at Johnson Landscape. From landscaping, sprinkler systems to design and install, Johnson Landscape does it all. And with their nursery full of fresh plants and trees, it's the only place I need to go. Ooh, this landscape looks awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out at johnsonlandscape.net. Well, Brayden Anderson has warmed up, and he is moving over to pitch. While Mason Casper will just switch places with him and go to third base. And with runners at first and second, Brayden Anderson and Nick Carlson will have a brief chat, and then Zach Kissick will stand in there. He became the first base runner with a one-out walk last inning, came around to score on a fielder's choice by Gustafson. The inning ended on a double play, and now we're ready to go. Braden Anderson out of the stretch with two on and one out here in the top of the fourth. Will deliver it home in a big, mighty swing. Kissick right through it for strike one. Matt Jurgensmeyer, who was the pitcher last inning for Grand Island Home Federal, is waiting on deck. Zesker down at second. Jaden Jurgensmeyer at first. And Anderson kicks and fires. There's a good fastball for strike one. Make it strike two, excuse me, 0-2. Oh Nine in the first, five in the second, three in the third for Carney. None in the first, none in the second, two in the third for Grand Island. And we've got one out here in the top of the fourth. 17-2, Carney runs up. Anderson checks the runner and deals, and that one is going to be hit into right field. Clevenger comes in, has a beat on it, makes the catch. Nobody's going anywhere on a shallow Fly ball to right field. Clevenger will haul it in, and that is out number two. That'll bring up the pitcher now, Matt Jurgensmeyer. He had started in left field, but came into pitch last inning. Rand Sanders will be on deck. So now two out with two on here in the top of the fourth. Anderson trying to finish things up here and get Carney in for one more at bat this game. Again, game two will follow about 30 minutes, maybe even shorter after game one. Anderson fires a fastball in there for strike one. Looks good here to his first two batters. Does Braden Anderson. Anderson checks for the play. Gets the pitch 
called to him and brings a fastball that is waved at and missed by Jurgensmeyer. One ball and two strikes. Anderson for post 52 last year, 45 innings of 4.02 ERA on the junior squad. And he's got an 0-2 count here to try to finish up the top of the fourth, and he'll get the job done. Swung on and missed, strike three. So he comes in and gets two quick outs, no runs on one hit, the first hit of the game for Grand Island. There were no errors and two men left on. We go to the bottom of the fourth. Carney runs a 17, Grand Island Home Federal 2. Lanny Carlson Motors, going the extra mile for you. All our vehicles are serviced and inspected, and we now offer ASC certified warranties on qualifying vehicles. Hi, I'm Karen Carlson. Stop and see my husband Lanny and his team put their passion of cars to work for you. We are family owned and operated. Don't see what you are looking for? Lanny will find it for you. Fast, easy financing available. Our philosophy? Work hard and treat people right with honesty and integrity. Stop in or shop online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. Proudly supporting Legion Baseball. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. The fifth pitcher now coming to the mound for Grand Island Home Federal. This will be Jay Gustafson. Jay had been at second base for Grand Island, and now it looks like Zesker has moved over there. So that's where we will make the switch here for Jake Zesker going to second, who has the only hit of the game for Grand Island. We go to the bottom of the fourth here, and starting it off yet again, is going to be Braden Anderson. The number seven spot has started it off three straight innings. It'll be Braden Anderson, Connor Clevenger, and Cale Conrad here. 17-2, Carney, And the first pitch bounces for ball one. Anderson had a single in his first at bat in the third inning. Came around to score as well. Outside, ball two. Jay Gustafson, 2-0. To start this bottom of the fourth, Gustafson coming on as the fifth pitcher. The 2-0 pitch swung on and hit it to right field. Base hit Braden Anderson. And so Anderson is two for two at the plate with a couple of singles. And that'll bring up Connor Clevenger, the right fielder for Carney Renzo. And Clevenger has been on base all three times. All three times a 3-2 pitch. Two of them were walks, and he got plunked on a 3-2 pitch. Playing fairly shallow in left against the left-handed batter. He's had a couple of good swings, just hasn't been able to put the ball in play. And here he'll look at one low for ball one. He scored twice. Got wiped out in a force out last inning. Fourth plate appearance already for Clevenger. And the pitch is going to be hit into left center field. There's a gap there, and it is going to be down after a diving attempt by the left fielder. And another base hit. Oh boy, if Carney can get these kind of breaks all season long, they're going to have some fun. They get a long, long run. But Jurgensmeyer, who's back out there in left field, 
Couldn't find it, and Clevenger will have his first base hit of the season. Anderson will head to second, and Cale Conrad at the plate. Kind of the same story. Hit by a pitch and scored. Called out on strikes, and then a fielder's choice drove in a run and scored last inning, and here he'll chop one right back up the middle, and that's a true base hit, and they will try and score the runner from second. A good throw to the plate, and he is out. Great throw from center fielder Carson Cahoy and Braden Anderson. Excuse me. Uh, they had put... Uh, Another runner in. Let me double-check and see who they had put the courtesy runner in. Ethan Morachik was in, and that took a perfect throw to get him. So a nice play. Conrad denied the RBI. He gets the single, and that'll bring up up Nolan Etherton. Etherton. So 8-2 on the putout. Clevenger to second. And Etherton, who singled and scored last time, Will pop one out of play. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. There's no place like home. See Rhonda Johnson, Teresa DeLate today or tomorrow because, you know, they're closed right now, but they work for you all the time. Our friends at Home Real Estate of Kearney. Etherton takes one low. That'll make the count two and one with Brant Grosskreitz. Due up next, he's standing in the on-deck circle. Two on, one out, the pitch. Called strike two. Two and two. 17 to two, Carney. Looking for more here in what most likely would be their last at bat of the game. And there's one that is sliced into right field and bounces in there for a base hit. This time, Brad Archer is not going to send his runner, Connor Clevenger. He's probably still smarting from sending the last one, although it was probably the right decision. But a nice base hit there, Etherton. Two for two here for Carney, and that will put Clevenger to third, Conrad to second, Etherton at first, and Brant Grosskreitz will stand in. He is two for four. This is his fifth plate appearance of the game, and he'll take strike one. Struck out, then singled and scored, then singled and scored and drove in a run. He's got three RBIs, then flew out to center. Here's a ground ball up the middle. Beautiful play by the shortstop who steps on second over to first. Rand Sanders turns the double play. 6-3, and finally the ball found the glove there for the Grand Island defense. And Carney denied a run for the first time. It's Carney runs his 17, Grand Island home federal 2. GI will need six runs in the top of the fifth to keep this game going. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home, and I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. 
Doug Duda back with you here on ESPN Radio. Carney actually pounded out four straight hits, but had a man thrown out at the plate, and then the double play finished the inning. So a rarity, four hits, but no runs. There were no errors and two men left on. We go to the top of the fifth. Carney runs a 17, Grand Island Home Federal 2. And Braden Anderson, who cleaned things up with the final two outs last inning, will stand in there and go against the top of the order. Rand Sanders grounded out to second and walked in his two plate appearances. Carney three outs away from the season opening victory. Jay Gustafson, Carson Cahoy, the three men do up. And here is a fastball called strike inside to Sanders, who just made a whale of a play at shortstop. And you know what they say, usually after a good defensive play, something magical happens at the plate. Let's see if it does. The pitch is outside, ball one. One and one to Sanders. In the wind, just not letting up here so far at Memorial Field. Thought it wasn't going to be this bad, and old Mother Nature changed her mind earlier today. 1-1 pitch now to Sanders from Anderson. Crowded back up the middle, and it's going to be picked up by Stroh in front of second and makes the throw that's dug out by Worley, and Sanders is out. It sounded a lot harder hit than it actually was. It was way in front of second base, so Sanders goes out shortstop to first. And Jake Gustafson will stand in. Seth Stroh covered a lot of ground out there. Jake Gustafson now will stand in. Jay went to the mound here and did pretty well. Even He threw a lot of strikes last half inning and didn't give up any runs. He'll take strike one here from Anderson. Got caught looking in the first and then reached on a fielder's choice in the third, driving in a run. And the 0-1 pitch from Braden Anderson popped up. But anything down the right field line just drifts and drifts. Clevenger giving chase and not going to get there as it bangs off the wall. Good speed over there by Connor Clevenger, obviously from his mother's side, but just couldn't get to that one. And it is going to be strike two, 0 and 2. 17 to 2. Carney runs in game one of today's doubleheader. Hard to believe there are actually blankets out in the crowd after the 90s we've seen here the last few days. And the 0-2 pitch now is going to be up high, swung on and fouled back out of play. Cat remains 0-2. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. Mark Shipperwright, Wendy Vosser. See them when you can. Battling with an 0-2 count, Jay Gustafson. And Anderson tries to throw it over the top. Curveball that doesn't. Ball one. Carson Cahoy next and Sam Hartman if they can get anything going here in inning number four, five. But nine in the first really put it all over for Carney. All those runs scored with two outs. Fastball right down the middle, strike three, and Gustafson knew it. He knew it when it happened in the first inning, and he knew it when it happened here. Called strike, and it is one out of way here from Carney. And Brad Archer, I think, is going to make a pitching change. Again, if he can keep it under a certain number, it kind of talks about when you can come back. So that's what Braden Anderson did. And one out away. And Chandler Welker will come into the ball game. This pitching change brought to you by Great Western Bank. We'll be right back. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and product. From storm repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that has built itself on trust. 
Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. And a proud supporter of Legion Baseball. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. Chandler Wilker, his first pitch into Carson Cahoy, popped up past the dugout, and it's just going to get out of play. So no chance there for Jackson Worley, given chase. 0-1-1, Cahoy the last chance here for Grand Island. Top of the fifth, bases empty, two outs, 17-2. Carney runs up. Chandler Welker trying to get the final out of the ball game. He'll get strike two in there, it's 0-2. Braden Anderson, one in the third innings, no hits, no walks, two strikeouts in relief for Carney. And an 0-2 pitch now to Carson Cahoy. Chandler Welker trying to do it in three pitches, and he will. It's grounded to short. Sestro's there. Long throw across the diamond, and Carney Runza will win the season opening game by a score of 17-2. And it was three up, three down here in the top of the fifth inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on base coming up here on ESPN Radio. We will take a look at the new West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery postgame show with the final stats and more. Stay with us. Play ball! Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney Legion baseball team. We'd like to wish all the athletes good luck. Right. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking. Offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Lanny Carlson Motors, going the extra mile for you. All our vehicles are serviced and inspected, and we now offer ASC certified warranties on qualifying vehicles. Hi, I'm Karen Carlson. Stop and see my husband Lanny and his team put their passion of cars to work for you. We are family owned and operated. Don't see what you are looking for? Lanny will find it for you. Fast, easy financing available. Our philosophy? Work hard and treat people right with honesty and integrity. Stop in or shop online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. Proudly supporting Legion Baseball. Final score is 17-2, to two, two runs on one hit. There was, for Grand Island, there was one error. Uh, four men left on base for Kearney pitching. They had seven strikeouts in the ball game. All four walks came from Mason Casper. The lone hit came from Jake Zesker in the fourth inning. For Kearney, they picked up a total of 17 runs in the baseball game. And unofficially, it looks like 15 hits 
today. There were two errors by Grand Island, but just a ton of walks, 7-8, it looks like, total in the ball game with only four strikeouts, although they did get all three outs in that long first inning via the strike. Five different pitchers on the mound today for Grand Island and uh, only four innings for Carney. As far as the offense goes, uh, two for two at the plate for Nolan Etherton. When he got into the contest, Brant Grosskreitz was two for five. Also two hits for Seth Stroh and a couple of RBIs. Mason Casper reached all four times. He had a single, a double. He was hit by a pitch and then reached on an error the last time he was up. Jackson Worley uh, was on three times with two walks and one hit by pitch. Braden Anderson had two hits in the ball game. Will Richter had a triple that kind of got lost in the outfield sun there a little bit. Connor Clevenger was on all four times. He singled, he had two walks, and he was hit by a pitch. And Carney Renza cruises with nine runs in the first inning, five in the second, three in the third, and they cruise to a 17-2 victory. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. We'll wrap up game one right after this. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HD TVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Well, game one is in the books. Earlier today, Carney Post 52 lost to Lincoln Southwest 5-0. Their second game against Papillion La Vista rained out after two innings when they were tied 1-1. They'll be headed back to Lincoln tomorrow, weather permitting. And for Carney Runza, 17 runs, 15 hits, two errors, two runs, just one hit for Grand Island Home Federal. The next game is scheduled to begin here in about 15 minutes. We'll be back with you, so we'll get the lineup cards and be ready for game two between Home Federal and Kearney Runza. Until then, for our producer engineer, Stacy Johns, I'm Doug Duda. You're listening to Kearney American Legion Baseball on ESPN Radio. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. 
Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTech Restoration is here to get it right. SeaTech Restoration provides some of the most innovative and specialized personal property care in the industry, substantially reducing replacement costs. Each member of the SeaTech team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTech is also your home for custom flooring, hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. SeaTech Restoration in Carney proudly supports all area athletes. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile Deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.